Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Creative Nature Podcast. It is a sweet, sunny Sunday in October. That makes it sound like almost like everything is okay in the world, which is clearly not true, but I'm feeling like I have a nice day. It's been a good weekend. I feel rested, had some thoughts in bed this morning, and as is often the case, Sundays kind of inspire me to do solo episodes, it seems. Um, so yeah, it's nice to check in with you all. I want to tell you about a few things that are changing in the space and plans that I have for next year. And then I also want to talk a little bit about blending together, which starts soon. So I feel this sudden weird rush of clarity in my life. And I think it has to do with autumn, but also being in Scorpio season or just arriving in it which is, I'm, I'm a Scorpio sun, I have a ton of other planets in Scorpio, don't get me started, it's difficult, but also nice, anyway, um, I just really love autumn, and it feels like it's affirming who I am as a person, and how I like to live my life, I feel pretty cozy, and there is a lot of uncertainty, you know, in this country, on this island, in, in terms of what winter will be like, COP26 is coming up, the big climate conference, which is not far from where I live. And so these are strange times, certainly, but I just had a good weekend. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say, I think. Both this this stuff can be true. Yeah, we can hold both. Um, but I don't want to waffle too much about that. What I want to share is that um, this podcast is pretty much six years old. I think it should be right around this time that I started it back in 2015, which blows my mind. And I know there are a lot of podcasts who six years in would have a lot more podcast episodes than 124, but I'm nevertheless really proud. And I also think there's a lot of podcasts who never get beyond the first year. And I think the reason this was able to be around for so long is that I allowed myself a lot of grace and a lot of breaks and I didn't have a fixed schedule. Um, but having said that, I have done some incredible interviews this week, uh, three of them actually. Um, there were such beautiful conversations and I I almost kind of don't have words, but I'm very excited to share them. Um, and they'll all come out between now and January um, alongside a few other ones that I have already recorded. So anyway, but um, yeah, it's been six years, so I'm reflecting on that, which feels really nice. Those of you who've been around here for a while will know that this project was initially called Daydream Bowls, which was also cool, and it changed to Creative Nature this year to reflect some other changes in my life and my interests and my direction. But yeah, almost four years ago um, was kind of the time that I offered the first real thing or program as part of this work. And I say this work because I have another business, which is called pink well studio uh, recently renamed from yaru digital so as you know yeah there's a lot of change going on basically um yeah i think these, that's that's just these these times isn't it they change us Whew. um anyway it was called daydreamer roles and the first thing i offered was um the possibility to pledge a small amount on my patreon account and to get um, monthly themed ritual kits in return which were then called monthly magic um, and then they were called embodied magic I think um, anyway I did that for two years so for two years I had this beautiful 
community where people would get this monthly ritual kit and they can engage with that in their own time. And I recorded um, meditations and self-massage practices and movement and there were tarot spreads. And that is all still available, but it's an archive. I'm no longer making new themed ritual kits because I think it's a certain kind of energy or thing that you really want to do. And I think after two years and making 24 of them, I just kind of felt complete, which was important to honor. But um, what came after that was kind of this, you know, I, I still um, had my Patreon account, um, which I said, like I said, is now four years old. Um, and I offer creative space sessions. Um, so at the moment, they are the first Saturday each month. Um, last year through from autumn to spring, we did them every week, which was really lovely as well. And I feel like we really kind of dropped into that and had lovely times together there. And then in 2020, in the first part of the pandemic, I also ran three different programs through Patreon, um, which was such a high output. Like I now look back at 2020 and I'm just like, fucking hell, why did I do all these things? And they all seemed very important, but I think it's good to recognize now that that's, that can also be a trauma response, right? To be hyper-independent and hyper-productive. I... I wrote a book in the first three months of the pandemic, as you do, and uh, then I ran these three programs in addition to my web design studio, and I also moved houses and raised a puppy and did all kinds of other things, and I think there's a lot to be said, of course, about productivity culture and how toxic that is, and I don't in any way want to say that that was a good or better thing to do in any way. I think for me that's kind of like how I feel in control and things are really difficult and overwhelming I just do a lot of stuff and I really neglect rest and yeah <laughs> that's that's how it goes sometimes and I have deep respect for rest and people who can claim rest and say no and I am moving in that direction as well um but yeah and so okay <laughs> wait I'm looking at my notes before I'm drifting off into a different story here but I think this first offering and the embodied magic was really what I needed at the time because I was recovering from an assault which was obviously a really difficult experience and I had, that wasn't the first time that had happened to me and I really needed to ground into my own body my home my ritual practices and sharing that with other people gave me a lot of really positive kind of accountability um, and really invited me to show up and explore and gather ideas and um, and that's in the end how I wrote the book last year which is called Rituals Simple and Radical Practices for Enchantment in Times of Crisis uh, which by the way it will be a lovely holiday gift if you want to give that to anyone you can find um, you can buy it in any bookstore really um, of course, support Indie if you can, and there's more links to Indie bookshops on my website if you want to check that out. But, all right, so, and then last year, I also, yeah, like I said, I ran these programs. There was one called Dream, where we did a lot of writing together. In the summer, I ran, I ran something called Unravel, which was combining breathwork and grief and ritual, which was really beautiful. And then in the spring, I did um, a class on zine making and memoir writing, which I also really enjoyed. And I guess there was a lot of experimentation. I think we're, we're still so young with the internet, right? It's always changing. We are all 
very new to this technology which really has only been around a few few decades and so I think there's a lot still to be seen about you know how it's shaping our brains and the way we relate to each other and how we interact with screens and all of that stuff but that's again for another episode um stopping myself from drifting off again but I think for me a way that I got through this first part of the pandemic was really to lean into creativity and I guess to expand my ritual practice from um, being really focused on the body and sitting at my altar and drawing cards and writing to other kinds of creative expressions that felt really important to me um, as a way to process what's happening and to express myself and also to connect with other people and find these moments of like creative flow and stillness. Um, and I think writing a book was something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. And so having done it now, even though it's not perfect at all, and you know, if I had given it more time, maybe it would be different, but those are all not important questions to me. Mm-hmm. The main thing is that I did it and I'm really proud I did. And I think kind of opened the floodgates a little bit because if I'm honest, I'm often lacking creative confidence. I often deal with imposter syndrome. There are stories like I can't draw. I, I haven't been in art school. And oh my God, it's, it's all really terrible. <laughs> but I work with someone really wonderful called Danette Relic today, uh, this year, I mean. She's been on the podcast. She's a wonderful person. She um, runs a podcast called Soft Shoulder, the Soft Shoulder podcast. And she's just so good at giving people permission. She's really helped me a lot, I think, in thinking of myself as an artist. And so I think creativity and reclaiming creative practice and finding these embodied ways of expression and making that part of ritual has become more and more important to me this year. Um... And I I think sometimes when, especially on Instagram, it can really feel, you know, you look at these people with their massive accounts and what they're doing just seems so natural. And you think like, oh my God, these people always had all this clarity and now they're doing this amazing thing and that's never going to happen to me. So I also want to share some big confusions that I had this year. So for example, I, like I said, I had this accident in December and then in the first few months this year, I was I was pretty much homebound. I couldn't really walk at all. I was in a hard cast for two months, and then in a boot. Uh, which I mean, anyway, it wasn't weight bearing. I was not allowed to put my foot down, and so I needed crutches or a wheelchair or help from other people. Um, and then we're also in deep lockdown, so it was a very internal time for me. And what really helped me was to hang out in my garden and just sit in my chair and observe and plant seeds on my windowsill and really engage with, you know, my landscape in this tiny wave just from my home. And I got really fascinated for a while with this idea of becoming a gardener or garden designer. And I was thinking about maybe shifting this whole project in that direction and maybe helping people to learn about growing flowers and food in tiny spaces like windowsills or backyards or balconies, for example. And and I, you know, obviously that hasn't come to be because otherwise uh, that's what I would be talking about right now. <clears throat> and I'm just sharing this, I think, because I want you to know that it's okay to have a lot of different ideas and it is just um, a beautiful part, I think, of being a creative person 
and they will not always all come to be. That's also just part of it because otherwise we would be totally overwhelming ourselves and we have to be discerning sometimes and I think that discernment and the clarity really um, blooms and flourishes and grows the more we have ritual practices and stability and time for self-reflection in our lives which I know is so much easier said than done for many of us especially folks who have families or care responsibilities all right so having said all that um I really want to share more creative practice with people and um, I got really into printmaking last year and I love printing printmaking so much because it has really tactile I love the carving working with lino and wood at the moment so I will draw or trace an image and then I'll carve that and I will ink up the blog and then I have this hand press where I press it onto this beautiful locked up paper which is sustainably made and it feels a bit like cotton very soft and very durable and also kind of a very nice cream color very earthy and then I hang them up to dry and I'm sending them to people um, I have one that I'm looking at on the wall, drying over there at the moment. It says, you're learning to see in the dark, and it shows um, a gold moon and an owl. And another one I just made um, says, through our pleasure, we're touching the divine. It has a rose at the center and some hands. And then today I made one that says, disabled bodies as oracles to collective liberation, which I'm also excited about. So anyway, what I love about printmaking, like I said, is the practice is really cool, but what I love as well is that you can make like a small edition of say 20 prints of one uh, artwork that you made. And so you can sell them just for so much less than you would have to charge for say an oil painting or an acrylic or a big weaving, for example. And I love those things as well. I actually really would love to make more space for textile art in my uh, life right now, and I will. Um, but also, you know, then you make one of peace and it takes you 10, 20, 50 hours to make and that will reflect on the price. And I really, I think art is for everyone and I love being able to make something that is relatively affordable. So printmaking is a big part of my life now. I'm actually offering a free workshop on printmaking. If you're interested in that too, please come. It's in November. I'll link to that in the show notes. I would love to have you there. I'll just share kind of what I know and you don't have to have any materials. I would actually recommend that you don't buy anything before the session because I'll just introduce you to a few different techniques and then you can decide if there's actually something that you think you need and want to buy. All right, what, what else do I want to share? I'm also studying mythology. Um, last year I did philosophy with the Open University. It's a really beautiful... Um, university at distance university in the uk um it is almost free in scotland um for undergrad studies which i so appreciate and it allows me to just kind of carry on from my first degree in some different directions and i'm weaving those you know things these aspects of storytelling and mythology in into my work i hope um, so I think the thing that's changing that I wanted to name in all of this is that I'll be winding my Patreon down after four years. And I think that's mainly because um, it is quite expensive to run. So to clarify, if you're a Patreon right now, nothing is going away. Actually, you will be moved into 
um, you know, what I'm offering moving forward, but at a much lower price than everyone else. But I'm not going to invite new Patreon pledges. That's what I'm trying to say. At the moment, Patreon is taking about 15% of what people pledge to me, which is quite a lot of money if you think about it. So it's the platform fee, the payment processing fee, and then the currency conversion that I'm paying for. And um, at the moment, people receive the creative space session each month. There's these archives and recordings of past workshops. Um, and then we also have a mighty network together, which I really love. And in mighty networks, when you are on a paid plan, you can add events in there and then they kind of um, convert to people's time zone and you can just add them to your calendar, which is really handy. But again, that costs money. You then have to upgrade to the paid plan. And with everything that I paid in fees and Patreon, I kind of felt like I couldn't justify that. But the creative space sessions are super important to me. That is something I really want to focus on next year. Um, so how I'm offering will just change them will just change a little bit. Um, there will still be the archives, still be the Mighty Networks, still be the sessions, um, but I'll ask for a slightly higher price monthly or exchange for that, and it won't be true through Patreon anymore, so I don't have to pay these fees anymore, and then I can upgrade our Mighty Networks, and it all kind of balances out, and it feels like good reciprocity, which is so important. And then... I want to end by sharing about mending together again. So this is my six-week program, which is starting in mid-November. And it's all about textile art or embroidery. I know when I'm saying the word art, some people will be put off and be like, oh, I'm not creative, I don't know. But think of it just as like a really sweet stitching ritual. So you'll receive uh, three videos like three little modules from from me where I'm sharing my screen and also sharing my practice and really giving you some practical ideas as well as information on what kind of material you might want and it will all be with a focus on really low-cost stuff so we'll just look at things you probably already have at home needing a few needles a scissor um, scraps of old fabric that you like the color of would be important and then you need a hoop but hoops I think you get for two or three dollars so um so yeah it starts in mid-November and the first um the first recording you get will just kind of help you to set up and then in the week after we'll start our first out of five weekly sessions together on Sundays where we're just hanging out together on zoom stitching listening to music sharing inspiration I'll light candles I'll draw cards for us and I'm and most importantly I'm there for any troubleshooting so I'll guide you to come up with a simple embroidery project that feels meaningful to you and there's lots of examples on the sales page of stuff that I've made in the past so for example I embroidered this pillowcase with this quote by Chani Nicholas which says I'm done with everything but love, which I so enjoy looking at. And then I have this little pouch uh, for my tarot cards, which says embodiment is liberation. And I love looking at that every time I work with these cards. So there's lots of ideas and they're really, really simple. You do not have to have any experience with embroidery or any kind of art or textile art, whatever. All the information will, there, will be there. You won't need to buy a ton of stuff, but you can just come drop in the space and Sundays get support for what comes up for you and then be in this supportive little bubble and make sure that you have a little bit of you know creative practice in your week so if you're someone who struggles making time for this kind of thing 
but you feel like me, it's been a heavy year and you want, you know, some quiet time to drop in and process a bit, that is for you. I hope you'll check that out. It costs $135 for the six weeks. Um, there's a code on the page that gets you 50, 50 US dollars off. Um, if the full price isn't affordable to you, there's no questions asked for that. Um, so it's like a partial scholarship, I guess. And I would just love to have you there. Um, and I think it would be a really nice way to move towards the winter solstice as well. And yeah, just be together as an extension of the creative space sessions, which are monthly. But also, either way, come to the printmaking workshop that's free. I would love to have you there. And yeah, I think that is all I want to share for today. I hope this is landing well. I hope that you feel a bit excited to come along this journey with me to still really have ritual practice be a big part of what we're doing together here, but also bringing more creativity in in whatever that looks like for us. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review. That really helps a lot. And I'll see you again soon.